And he's back for his weekly visit. Dr. John Douglas from Tri-County Health, formerly with the CDC, and my friend Jayla Sanchez-Warren, who runs the Area Agency on Aging, for Dr. Cog, the Denver Regional Council of Government, here to talk with Dr. John. Uh, Dr. John, how are you doing, my friend? All right, doing just fine, Murph. Uh, doing, doing well. Well, Jayla and I were just talking before we started uh, recording here that it sounds like the virus in Colorado is uh, calming down a bit, and thanks to wearing masks, I'm sure, and... I don't know the numbers exactly, but I'm sure you do. We're at 3.14%, and anything under 5% is good. Do I have that right Right as far as a positive rate? Yeah, we're, we're, well, it varies by county, but uh, yeah, statewide we're uh, well south of 5%. And again, the reason that's an important number is it tells us that we are doing enough testing to keep track of what's really happening. If that number starts to get above 5% and then worse if it gets higher, we're probably falling behind in terms of testing. So that's a really important signal for us. So we're doing enough testing, you think, or should we be doing even more and quicker? Well, yes and yes. We're doing good, and we want to do better. And and better means more <laughs> and quicker. Uh, we think we've gotten over partially kind of, but maybe not forever, the hump of slow test turnaround. That was a real plague about two to three weeks ago. You know, it would take you 10 days to get your test results back, which is really uh, dramatically limits the impact to the individual, but also to public health is trying to follow up and, and get people to isolate and to find out who their contacts are. That's gotten better. I'm also really happy that we've got some new testing centers coming up that are uh, uh, pretty convenient. you got to drive to them. But they're uh, free, and you don't have to have a doctor's order to go there. These are the ones in Aurora and the one in Adams County at Waterworld. Um, the governor and the counties and the city collaborate to get these things going. They've got the capacity to test, uh, uh, I think, in Adams County, upwards of 2,000 a day, and in Aurora, seven, 800 a day. I'm really particularly excited about that because our schools – some of our schools, actually some of our schools have already started, but some of our bigger public school districts are starting on Monday. And I want to be sure that any parent whose kid is sick, who's staying home, who has a COVID-like symptom, uh, gets tested. Because if the kid stays sick and doesn't have a negative test, they can't go back to school. And the, the classmates might be considered to be exposed. And might, we might have to put the class into something called quarantine. And I really want to have as little of that kind of disruption happening as possible if we don't need it. I mean, look at what's happened in Georgia and a couple of other places. We've had lots of kids quarantined. So we, we may well see that, but if we can minimize it by getting our kids to get tested as soon as they get sick, that would be a big advantage. Jayla, what do you think? I think that's so important. You know, one area that I am a little bit concerned about, Dr. John, is we've seen a few more outbreaks in nursing homes again, like a second surge. Um, uh, we were down to no new nursing homes. and They're not new. They're homes that have already had COVID, but they were cleared, and now we're seeing it again. So that concerns me a little bit. Um, yeah, that, that concerns me a lot. We've always known that our, our uh Senior citizens living in, in nursing homes, other long-term care facilities are really vulnerable. Uh, we eased up, uh, not to everybody's complete satisfaction, about a month and a half ago on visiting, because frankly being unable to receive visitors was just terrible. Um, 
but we've always known we're going to have to really do a tightrope on this thing. So you're right. When we see outbreaks, we want to really drill down, make sure that we can control them quickly and whatever may have led to it, we can try to prevent it in other places. Yeah, it's so important because, gosh, people need to be visit. You know, they need to see their family. And they need to see their loved ones. They need to have engagement. It's such a hard balance, you know, that right to self-determination, the right to have to see people and to participate in activities versus the right to safety. And in the federal regulations, the nursing home law says they're equal, but right now they're not equal and so it's re- it's really hard especially for those that are in the, the you know the end times of their life um to be so isolated so it's such a hard balance it's really a hard balance and you know Jayla, to me that's one of the messages whether we're looking at kid, uh, our, our residents our citizens our community members who are younger and in school or who are you know in the final years of their life in a nursing facility Community transmission and having higher rates impacts everybody, including those groups. So even if you feel like I'm young and tough and I don't need to worry about it and I want to go out to the bars with my friends, whatever you do there is going to trickle into those other populations that you probably uh, have family members or at least friends of friends are in those groups. So I think your the point you're making is incredibly important. Well, I agree with that. So, uh, Dr. John, I was curious, besides these two nursing homes that Jayla was just talking about, are there any other hot spots in the state of Colorado? Well, we, uh, we, we do have some hot spots, hotter spots, I guess is a better way to put it, in some of our areas. For example, in my jurisdiction, uh, uh, southwest Adams County and northwest Aurora are relatively hotter spots. Now, they're getting better along with the rest of the state. And that's why I use the term relative. Um, but at least at this point, uh, it's it's the outbreaks of the kind that we mentioned are the things that we really keep our eyes on. And uh, we're not seeing a lot of those, but those are the kind of things that could be beginning to happen while we're on this call right now. So got to always be vigilant about that. Well, that is for sure. Uh, and I know by the time people are hearing us talk on No Copay Radio with uh, Dr. John Douglas from Tri-County Health and Jayla Sanchez-Warren from No Copay Radio, the governor's probably made a decision because the mandatory law for wearing a mask was ending this week. What do you think he's going to do about that, John? Well, you know, he actually made an announcement yesterday he's going to extend it another month, which I am just over the moon happy about because I think that is probably the single most important factor that's resulted in the rates in our counties and, frankly, the rates across the state going down. We've got one of the most uh, proactive mask monitoring programs of any health department in the state, and maybe in the country we're getting calls from national media to describe to them how we do it. And it's basically just a bunch of volunteers, shoe leather, sitting in a parking lot in a car with a clipboard and watching who goes in and out of, of stores. And because we go to the same places and we, we do observations on a lot of people, we think we've got pretty robust data. And our observations show that in all three of our counties, within literally a week of the governor issuing his mandate, compliance, observe compliance, not what people claim they're doing, but what we actually see them doing walking in and out of stores was above 90%. And we think that is hugely important in, the, in, in both the reduction we've seen and ideally the continued reduction. 
Well, it would be great if the national media could get a hold of how well we're doing here and spread that around the country so some of these other places could pick up on it. No, Murph, then they'll come. No, no, they're not wearing the mask. Well, you know what? We want them to to like Colorado from a distance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or if they do come, guess what they're going to have to do that they probably don't want to do is wear a mask. You're not getting in. You know, my colleague, the AAA director in Durango, she said all there are are New Mexico, California, and Texas um, license plates in Durango. And she said, why don't they just stay at home? (laughs) They're worried, you know, that that other uh, tourists will bring it in to, to their area. So, yeah, and we, we, we do worry about that. I mean, we haven't set up quarantines like some states that say if you're going to come to Maine or New York, you got to stay in a hotel for two weeks and not go outside. Uh, uh, that is a that is a method that could be used. I hope we don't have to go there, but uh, I, I, I agree with you that we want to be sure that our, our outside visitors are really uh, adherent to what we think is important. Yeah, you know, some of it is just a matter of resources, and I might have said this last week, but, you know, my my colleagues in in, in Trinidad and other places, they just don't have the resources that the metropolitan area does, Um, and if they get an outbreak, it's serious um, for the residents and anyone who's there at that time. You're you're so right, and as we've said many times before, we, we live in one interconnected health ecosystem, so a lot of folks in some of our smaller communities get sick, those hospitals are going to need to have the, the metro area hospitals help them out. So we, we're really highly interconnected for sure. Well, there's no doubt about it. But I tell you, you know, obviously I live in the metro area, and I'm not out that much. But when we do go out, I see everybody wearing a mask. I don't think I've seen a person without a mask in weeks since the mandatory law went into effect. What do you think? That's awesome, isn't it? Well... It seems to be yeah, it is awesome, and I, I, you know, to be honest with you, Murph, it's great to hear that observation because it's, it's t- we can't be everywhere at once and fly drones over everybody's house to figure out who's wearing a mask when they're outdoors and this kind of thing. But I, I, I really, I think those sort of, uh, uh, it's an anecdote in medicine. An anecdote doesn't mean very much, but I think anecdotal observations like yours are really quite valuable. So I, I I'm glad to hear you're saying what we're, we think we're saying. Well, I am a unprecedented spy for Tri County Health. People, uh, <laughs> people, people should know that if they see me, get the, get the mask up because I'm calling Doctor John if you don't have it up right now. <laughs> so, uh, the, the the question I have for a couple of things here popped into my head, John. One in particular: if you've been tested for COVID and it was all great, should you be tested again? Well, you should be tested again if you have uh, a risk of if you're either sick or if you've been exposed. Um, we 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 do believe that it's possible to get COVID for a second time. So even if you've had it and you get COVID-like symptoms again, you know it could be something else. We're not too far from the flu season, for example, but it could be COVID. But honestly, people who say I'm just going to be on the safe side, or I'm going on a trip, or I'm a teacher in a school, and many of our schools are now testing the teachers on a regular basis, um, we've got to understand that when we have a negative test, and we're especially if we're well, that negative test means that you're negative today. It does not mean you're negative tomorrow if you have uh-huh. contact with other people. I actually got my first test at the uh, Aurora test site on Monday. I was out there at a press conference, and, uh, you know, I felt, oh, good, I've got it. I still don't have the results yet. I hope they're going to come back soon. But, I, you know, I have to remind myself, 
whatever I did the next day, or even when I drove out from the testing site, I was in my car, you know, I could have been exposed again. So, yeah, it's uh, a test on Monday is good for Monday, and that's about it. How about how about test if you don't have any symptoms, but yet you're in that, you know, like myself, I'm personally, I'm a target because of my age and some of my health issues. I've never been tested. I don't have any symptoms, but should I be tested? You know, Murph, I don't honestly think so. I mean, it's probably good for public uh, personalities like you to say, you know, I got the test and it hurt like hell for about 10 seconds and then it was fine, just so you can you know, be able to give a testimony as to what it was like. Uh, but it's probably not going to provide that much value to you if you've been sequestering yourself. Now, if you slipped up a little bit and your neighbors came over and, you know, you guys hung out a little longer and the mask fell off and now you're going to go visit your 95-year-old mother or, you know, that's a scenario like that, maybe that's a scenario where you want to take that extra step to be sure you didn't get infected. But I think if you're, you know, having life going out, Every day, getting a test today doesn't mean you're not going to get it tomorrow. Oh, so yeah. I, I, I think in general, people like you and frankly, probably like me, have a lower need for testing. Well, that's good to hear. I am a party animal, though. I want you to know that. So I might have to do something <laughs> in the next couple of days. Just to... <laughs> yeah, I want you to send me a photo of your the next party you're at wearing your mask with, and getting everybody else to wear masks. That'll make me feel oh, really good. The mask I wear covers my complete head except my eyes. So. <laughs> and now you just look scary. <laughs> well, it's a little frightening. Uh, I do. Uh, we got Dr. John Douglas from Tri County Health, formerly with the CDC, with us. I did hear that the cases of the COVID with children in Colorado is somewhat higher than other states. Is that true? I don't. I'm not. I'm, we, we're seeing more cases in younger people, for sure. But younger people is the the, the group that that's really been most notable. Have been the uh, people in their 20s and 30s. I'm not actually. I, the American Academy of Pediatrics put out a report about a week ago, noting that in the U.S. at large, 100,000 kids were tested positive in July. I don't know that Colorado's youth numbers are going up. With the one caveat that the more we test, the more we find. Right. And it's possible that I've just missed that statistic and we've been doing more testing and have identified more uh, cases in children. But it's certainly not something that's uh, setting off any kind of alarm bells. Good news there, because a lot of schools are uh, starting this week, and I have two daughters who are teachers, and they're gung-ho, they're prepared and ready to get those kids in. It's a positive sign, I think. That's great, Murph. And, and again, I, I thank, let me tell your daughters a personal thanks from me. I think they're doing essential work and, uh, I want them to be safe, but I'm, I'm, you know, they're, they're, I'm sure mission driven people and, uh, educating our kids is, who've been, you know, uh, out for so long, I think is a huge mission. So deep thanks uh, for me to them. And good luck to all the teachers that are starting to get back to the classroom. Our thoughts and prayers are behind you, and wear that mask and do the best you can. Dr. John Douglas from Tri-County Health, thank you, buddy, for being here. We'll, uh, I guess, talk to you next week. Okay, Murph. Take care. Be well. Take care, Jella. Bye, Dr. John. Yep. Take care of yourself there. Good stuff. Some positive news there, Jayla, don't you think? I know. It feels good to hear positive news, right? Yeah, it really does. We're doing good. Everybody keep wearing their masks, and we can get that key. number even down further. Yeah, and when you see the positive effects of wearing a mask, 
wouldn't you wear a mask? I mean, it just makes again, sense. I'm going to say it again. Mask is freedom. You can do a lot more when we wear masks. I, I agree. I agree. Hey, we're restaurants take a break. are going to start opening up pretty soon. I'm so uh, sick of cooking. I can hardly uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, how many bags of chips can I eat? Thanks again. That's Mile High Magazine. My thanks to Jayla Sanchez-Warren of Dr. Cog, the Area Agency on Aging, for joining us as we talk to Dr. John Douglas, as we do every week, about the COVID updates here in the state of Colorado. Keep up the good work. Wear that mask. Wash your hands. Social distancing. Stay safe. I'm Murphy Houston. We'll talk to you next weekend on Mile High Magazine.